Greetings, this is Ron Aguilera, and this is episode number 32 of the Pastor's Coach Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. Today I want to talk about ministry motivation, or ministry motivators. So let me start with a question. What motivates you in ministry? I mean, what are the motivators that drive your energy, your focus, your effort? Because ministry is hard. People can be tough. The spotlight can be bright. So what motivates you? What sustains you? What keeps you going? What gives you courage? You know, I think of the prayer that Jesus taught his followers to pray. Part of it says, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Translation, give me, Lord, (laughs) what I need for today, especially on those challenging days, right? I also think of the manna that was given to the people of God in the wilderness after the exodus. Uh, These things were meant, this manna was meant to sustain, right? They needed it for their physical uh, sustenance. Uh, But also, it was a spiritual message that God was with them. I think of Jesus saying, I am the bread of life, meaning I will be here to sustain your life, your ministry, your body, your mind, your soul. And I love that promise that Jesus makes that, hey, he's going to be around to sustain us. So today I want to start with a little assessment. Uh, What sustains you? What motivates you? What gets you through the difficult times of ministry? Is it the praise of others? Is it the paycheck? Is it your position and platform, the importance of your role? What is it that powers you? Is it the power of God or is it something under your own power? Is it the desire to see others come to know Jesus or the desire for others to know you? I have discovered the hard way that a relationship with Jesus is really everything to life. What sustains us, foundational, elemental to who we are and what we do. And we know this as pastors, right? And yet sometimes we get sidetracked, we get discouraged, we get demotivated. We're ready to quit. A study done by News Nation last year says 42% of pastors have considered quitting. Why? Well, here are the biggest reasons pastors gave. The stress of the job, loneliness and isolation, political division, the impact on family, and concerns about the future of the church and its relevance. So, self-assessment time. I want to invite you to do a little self-assessment right now. What fuels you, Pastor? Is it the paycheck, the approval of others? Maybe it's something else. I want to invite you to self-assess, to take note, to pause even this podcast, or to take some time later to stop, to think, and to answer that question. Start with this question. What are your top three motivators in ministry? Write them down. Write down the top three reasons why you have chosen to be a pastor or a church leader, why you do what you do. And then the follow-up question to ask, and be honest about this, is should the things you put down be your motivations? If they shouldn't, then the sub-question is what should replace them? 
So, so list your current motivations for ministry and really ask yourself, are you proud of them? Ask, are these enough to fuel my ministry for the long haul? Because I have learned the hard way that all of us have this unlimited capacity for self-deception. And because of this reality, it is important that each one of us has someone that you can trust, someone that you can talk to, to bounce these ideas, because the answers that we may give may actually be in our blind spots. So uh, the, the reality is we want to discover uh, the right motivations and the right reasons for motivations. It's really the only way that our ministries will last for the long haul. So I don't know what got you into ministry or what is keeping you in ministry right now, or if you are on kind of the edge of of making a decision to leave ministry. So I don't know where you are, but what I do want to ask you is to assess where you where you are right now. What's motivating you to stay or to possibly go? And are you hungry for something that's missing? Are you in need of something more? Uh, as uh, biblical examples would would say, uh, do you need bread? For the journey, or what bread might you need for the journey? Pastoral ministry is tough. The relentless deadlines, the impossible demands, the unreasonable expectations, the inadequate resources, those unexpected conversations that can drag us down. You know, I read somewhere that pastors are either eggs, coffee beans, or potatoes. When you drop them in boiling water, they'll either harden, eggs, fall apart, potatoes, or become rich and savory. Coffee beans. A biblical argument for coffee? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, so, so really what I want to do is to share a few thoughts on motivation and, and really to look at the reasons why we respond the way that we do. See, our motivations play a large role in determining what happens when we are pressed. So two things to set the stage. One is control and this is, this is critical. Control stimulates motivation. When you feel like you're in control, it's easier to be motivated. It's easier to keep going. We tend to freeze when we're inundated by enormous challenges or unreasonable expectations or just plain fatigue or family demands, the overwhelming responsibilities that seem to come our way. And yes, sometimes we struggle with energy, both mental physical and spiritual, to keep at it, to keep going. But the ability to take charge, the ability to have some at least control, often restores or can restore our motivation. So that's number one. Control stimulates motivation. Now, alongside with that, goals, clear goals, sustain motivation. See, motivation flows out of meaningful choices and outcomes, which will resonate with pastors and ministry leaders. That's what we want. We want to have an impact. We want to make a difference. We want to see that uh, lives are being changed. But for this to happen, for, for that motivation to occur, we have to have clear goals for each day, week, month, year, and beyond. Sometimes I talk to pastors and they say, yeah, I have some goals for this year. I have found it really helpful to have goals for each day, for each week, 
for each month, for each year. We're motivated when we feel that our choices, our decisions, uh, which are often driven by our calendar, are going to make a difference. Goals affirm our significance, our, our value, because they measure our path. Goals, particularly good goals, can energize us to tackle the next obstacle on the road to success and impact. So here's what you can do to help with motivation. One is figure out how to retain a sense of control, right? Motivation ebbs when we feel overwhelmed, when we don't feel like we have control. So responding with a, yeah, I actually have some control message restores it. How? Well, every week, take time to frame your thoughts, your choices, your responses, your calendar, rather than to just be a passenger uh, uh, on kind of your, your, your ministry vehicle. Uh, you get to make the choices on how to use your time. Don't allow others to drive the agenda for your church or ministry. God has called you for this. You are a professional at this. And then ask God to help you, because part of the reason we don't do this is guilt, right? Feeling like we let God down or let others down. So when you get an email that's asking you to attend a certain meeting, to plan whatever, vacation Bible school or something else, uh, look at it by seeing it as an opportunity to control your schedule. And you can do many different things uh, that will help you with that, whether it's deputizing someone else, a volunteer, to attend on your behalf, telling them, hey, here's the only gaps that I have in my schedule, um, maybe that you have 30 minutes to, to meet, uh, I have found it helpful to, to ask people who want an appointment to submit an agenda before I accept a meeting with them. So take a moment to check the requests and, the, and really the demands for just a moment, Pastor, of your time, and then prioritize and deputize. And then the second thing, focus on mission, goals, and values. See, most pastors struggle with motivation uh, at one time or another. So manage this by managing your time and asking yourself, why should I do this? Does it advance the mission of the church? Is it congruent with my values or the values of the church? Will it move us closer to achieving a meaningful goal? See, we motivate ourselves when our tasks affirm important values or move us towards meaningful goals. Asking why links those tasks and choices to goals and values. Answering the question provides intrinsic motivation to sustain your efforts. If the task or request or responsibility isn't linked to your goals and values, I would say delete for the most part. Delete, delete it from your schedule. Ministry is tough. It's impossible to be all things to all people. The calling that we have accepted isn't for the faint of heart or for the indolent or lazy or for the emotionally needy. But our job will be easier when you practice these few things and Spend time on G with Jesus. More on that in the next couple of weeks. Make him your daily bread. Make him your greatest motivation for ministry. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I want to invite you to subscribe to the weekly podcast, to join me uh, again next week, to let others know of this resource. And if you want to contact me, ask a question, suggest a topic, you can email me at thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. That's thepastorscoach at hotmail.com. Again, thanks for joining me. Hey, talk to you next week.